Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my co-host, the Magnificent Mozzie. Wow, that was very, uh, very mag- magnanimous. Is that a word? I don't, I don't know. know. It sounds right, so yeah. we're gonna go with it. Basically, <laughs> I made it sound like you're a magician, but then by the end, it's like like a little spooky. So you're like a really like intense magician. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like you, the magician comes on stage, and you're like, oh my god, what's this guy gonna do? And they they don't even say words. It's like that's a lot of eyeshadow. <laughs> God, he's sawing her in half. No, he's actually doing it. Uh, he's sawing himself good, in half. <laughs> man, he's going through a lot. Man, don't saw yourself in half. Don't saw yourself. Talk, in talk half. through it with me. <laughs> that, sounds, that looks difficult, man. Did you want an assistant or something? You need a therapist. <laughs> but uh, anyway, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I am uh, less groggy. Than I nice, was last nice. time. Less painkillers in my system. Um, yeah, doing doing all right. Looking to get back to work here pretty soon. Back on back on the grind. Probable for grind. probable for tomorrow. Probable for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Had some limited practice this week. Oh man! But um, so last week we uh, both ended up going ten and five on our picks. We I think we ended up agreeing on all of them. Uh, some of them, you know, worked. Some of them didn't. Um, most of the nons were close. Uh, we had to start with New Orleans at Atlanta, and I ended up going Atlanta. They actually had a chance here. They could have. They actually could have won this if they were competent on offense. Yeah, no, they they did have a chance, and it was closer to the type of game I think we were expecting the first time around, even though it was a little low scoring. Um, yeah, where I'm just. I think neither of us are really impressed with Taysom Hill. Uh, quite frankly, and haven't been for years. <laughs> that hasn't yeah. changed. He just ha- he hasn't been tested at all yet. <laughs> yeah, um, it'd be really great to see him go against a really good team. Yeah, because they get the Chiefs in two weeks. So if he's still in, then oh man, it's, it's, yeah, that's true. It's not him. It's the fact that Sean Pay- it's that that this is working for Sean Payton is what bothers me most. Like that's that's where I it irks me. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah. I mean, you have to give Peyton probably most of the credit. Yeah, no, yeah. That's that's the thing that irks me. Yeah, <laughs> but I understand. But he, you know, he's also doing the thing where he's, you know, making it work based on what he's got, uh-huh. which a lot of coaches try to do the other way, and that doesn't yeah. work ever. He's fitting his uh, <clears throat> what is it? I remember because a, a circle peg won't always fit into the square hole, but with a square, I'm trying to remember how it works on that, like. <laughs> of of the same uh, width, a circle will fit into the square, but the square won't fit in the circle. So he's he's right. like he's like I had this square, but now I'm just down to the circle. So I'm gonna put the circle in here, and it'll still fit. Whereas the other right. coaches are like, I know <laughs> I gotta find a new peg. That's the opposite. Of the you know? Stupid peg won't fit. Yeah, <laughs> they don't realize what they have is a square, but they're just like I like this circle a lot. Right. This is brand new and shiny and you know forget this square lame square hole this is the chip kelly circle game (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah no so i mean he is definitely molding his offense around the Taysom hill Mm -hmm. effect that they've got there um i don't know i mean they can continue to win games against mediocre opponents like that we i think we all 
just want to see what happens when they play a playoff team. Uh, yeah, their their defense is really good. Is the thing. So that's like why this is working too. Like they're never like coming from behind yet. True, and they probably won't against the Eagles this week either. Nah, I don't <laughs> expect that to go well for the Eagles, unfortunately. <laughs> but as I, I will get there eventually, I guess we can skip around a bit. But we ended up we were talking about like Taysom Hill and Jalen Hurts and guys who like you know like. We know they're a good runner, but like, what's the passing like? And I'm like, Jalen Hurts is already clearly a way better passer than Taysom Hill, but they run. They're both good runners, but they run differently. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of like, will the Eagles mold things well enough for Hurts? And like, is the rest of their team good enough? Because that's the thing. The Saints are good enough to make up for a lot of deficiencies at quarterback. Yeah, the fact that Sanders has been efficient as he has been this year and they still won't use him that much makes me kind of worried about how they would use Jalen Hurts. Yeah, so, I'm uh, curious. But, um, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, so within this game, though, um, the two Falcons games, Michael Thomas has hit 100 yards, just not got a touchdown yet. Um, so, like, I don't think Michael Thomas is dead. Kamara's tough because he's not dead, but he doesn't get any pass catching anymore. So yeah, not with him. Severely reduced. <laughs> yeah, I'm, he I'm, just runs it himself. Yeah, like that's the thing with Taysom is he's still like he's a fine fantasy option. Like he's actually probably a pretty good fantasy option because he's just running it so much. Yep. Yeah, I'm curious. I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I want without looking. What do you think the total is for the Saints Eagles game next week? Let's say like 45 or something. That'd be my guess. I would say 47. It is. Where'd it go? Because, like, that's... I don't know. I feel like it's a low. Uh, 44. Wow. Yeah, it started at 45 and a half. It's down, which makes sense based on, you know... Yikers. So, <laughs> but, yeah, this game, man, maybe... It it annoyed me. In a, it, it was less annoying, but it annoyed me in a different way than the last matchup did. So, it wasn't as, like like pull my hair out it was just like ah man i wish this team was a little better but yeah the offense she liked it like they just couldn't it was the same issue they had a couple years ago where they would get close and they couldn't convert ever so they had too many field goals yeah 28 yard field goal 30 yard field goal that's like getting stopped yeah like they've had that problem in years past like they just don't get like creative enough with their like red zone offense basically so but next up, we had Detroit at Chicago, and we were kind of torn on this, but I think we, we ended up going Chicago just based on how shorthanded the Lions were. Yeah, but, we um, took Chicago because there was no Kenny. Yeah. And um, I think was no Swift, Swift out yeah. again. No Kenny, no Swift. Like, it was right. tough to pick them. But uh, Even though we did stipulate that it was the Lions' first game without Matt Patricia and every team had won so far without them. Like and, after firing their head coach. Yep, and that narrative stays undefeated. There we go, and it stood, um, which we love because you know what? Fuck the Bears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Matthew Stafford went bonkers. Uh, Marvin Jones had a great game. AP got his two tutties. You know, classic AP. Classic um, AP. Yeah. Cephas got a nice long touchdown. He did. Wasn't that beautiful? That, that play just in general was lovely. That oh was a really goodness. good the play. The pass was excellent. The catch was excellent. Mm-hmm made me happy but uh tj hawkinson is honestly like the the lions player that probably impressed me the most um he's uh i think he really you know was a big beneficiary of the matt patricia firing yeah dude, i know he, he went fucking man mode on several of plays right but i think that he was being held back pretty hard oh 
I mean, <laughs> probably pretty, pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> the bear, the Bears have been weak against tight ends too this year. But like he, he he's had a couple soggies, but he like they made they obviously tried to feature him a lot with no Kenny, which makes sense that you'd probably want to get one of your best players the ball a lot. They played one team this year that had a horrible tight end matchup, and he did nothing. I want to say it was maybe the Saints. He had like. Mm-hmm. He had like two catches against the Saints, and he should have been like one of the leading catchers that day. Mm. We're just like Matt Patricia. What are you doing? But um, yeah, that was he, I was saying, yeah, this this game, uh, the Bears looked like they should have had it with 30 seconds left, and then uh, Trubisky uh, got strip sacked, and then the Lions scored. <laughs> well, no, sorry, not with 30 seconds left, with uh, like a couple minutes left, I think. Sorry, yeah, yeah. like with under three minutes left, I think. Oh, Trubisky, which uh, they turned into some points. Turned that into some points. Yeah, I don't know how you fuck up that badly, but that's hilarious. I think if you're a Lions fan, you just need to go home, listen to the We Are Free Now song (laughs) from Gladiator. Beautiful song. Just kind of like close your eyes and take a bath and think about Matt Patricia getting fired and like put that song on and uh, you might reach enlightenment (laughs) (laughs) like i'm looking back through the uh game log on this and it's just like they got down to the 20 but like you know that like trubisky's not gonna leave a cup need to come back drive yeah i mean the bears need a quarterback so badly yeah imagine if they had a quarterback they'd be pretty good huh imagine if they drafted deshaun watson or patrick mahomes Man, I can only uh, fair, imagine. I mean, Patrick Mahomes probably wouldn't be nearly as good if he'd been taken by the Bears. But... Oh, yeah, but, like, perfect marriage there. But the Bears would be way better off with either of those two, though. Yeah, no, I think if they had taken Deshaun Watson, they would be a very scary team right uh-huh. now. Yeah, like, like, obviously, Patrick Mahomes would still be very good. Right, yeah. But, yeah, that, that's just the perfect grouping. Anyway, we talk about that a lot. So, next up, we had the Browns at Titans. Um... The score looks a lot closer than the game was because if you dig in, the Browns boat raced them. And then the second half, the Titans, like, you know, like, tried to put up some points. Which, it was funny because we were talking about that after the Browns got up, like, 24-7 to 7 or 31-7 to 7 or whatever. You're like, they're talking about, like, well, it's like, when the Titans come back? And you're like, I, you're like, I think they'll, like, come back and make it look respectable but not win. And, yeah. Right. And <laughs> that was my exact call. Was, I think they'll come back probably within a few points and make it look okay, but they're still not. They're not going to win it. No, yeah, the, um, uh, the Browns owned them this game. Holy moly. I didn't expect that. <laughs> it was so nice to see, though. That was that was good. It's good for the league. Um, it sucks when the Browns just always disappoint. It's yeah. not fair. And you know what? Baker looked fine. The Tennessee Titans defense. Dude, really, really so bad. There were so <laughs> many terrible lapses in the defense, dude. Holy shit. Absolutely dreadful. Oh, God. Um, like... There were so many times, like, or you're like, how is this guy that wide open? Like, holy moly. That was, yeah, that was pretty bad. I don't know what happened to their defense. I mean, it was good last year. I'm not imagining that, right? No, no, it was. Like, <laughs> no, it's just, it's so bad now. Like, <laughs> it just went dookie. It's dreadful. I mean, they, okay, so Jarrell Casey hurt their run game, and they have had some inconsistencies at cornerback. But, I mean, they still have a lot of the other same pieces there. Yeah, the Clowney signing ended up being a bust. Oh, that, that's definitely true. Yeah, but... 
Yeah, they were they were so bad on defense. Like they're they're a team to target. I think like if yep. well, okay, let me put it this way. I think they can still beat up on bad teams. I mean, but even the Bengals torched them. That's true too. Yeah, never mind. Maybe they can't beat up on bad teams. <laughs> I don't know. No, actually, they haven't really beat up on anyone. Never mind. They, I mean, for they need to play teams that have inefficient offenses, basically. Yeah. Well, like, so I'm looking at like the Jags next week. I'm like, I mean, the see, Jags... James Robinson should have a really good day. Yeah, they're good at run blocking and Tennessee defense against the run. Yeah, I wonder if I'll put Minshew back in. Michael Lennon is just not inspiring at all. He's not, but he has made the team look really competent the past two week, yeah. weeks. Yeah, at least a little, like a lot more. Enough, so yeah, yeah. Hmm. Mike Glennon, man. Yeah, he had, a, he had a fine game against the Vikings, but we'll get there. But I mean, yeah, Tennessee just like really looked bad. Their offense wasn't efficient enough to start, and they got way behind because their defense was so bad. Because they. Was they turned it over on downs because they like they went for it early, didn't convert. They uh, like Derrick Henry fumbled their like second drive, and then, you know, by that point, even when they score on their third drive, the Browns come back and make a twenty-four-seven. So like, the Browns scored every time they had the ball in the first half. Holy shit! Yep. Field goal, touchdown, 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 touchdown. <laughs> Like, nuts. like your if your defense puts you in that spot, there's nothing you can do unless your offense is also perfect. So, which uh, it was not, <laughs> no, unfortunately not. But uh, and next, yeah, Derrick Henry with the rare fumble. Yeah, he doesn't fumble a whole lot. I think a lot of times people have trouble finding the ball on his person <laughs> uh, when they're trying yeah, to tackle him. It's, it's gone, man. It's been absorbed into his side or something. Yeah, he's probably got pretty good grip strength, I'd imagine. Like, probably, yeah. Probably hard to take the ball from him. Um, I mean, so what, yeah, do, would a, you want to try to take the ball from Derrick Henry? No, <laughs> no, no. That's your ball. You you'd have to convince. You'd have to just like <laughs> convince him to give you the ball. <laughs> if you go, I'm just saying, like in all of the ways I just mentioned, the ball is technically mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here you go. Next up, we'll take the muscle train ride over to our next game of Cincinnati at Miami, which this game had a lot of stoppages because there's a guy that got a little fisticuffs. Um, little, uh, little chippy, little yeah. chippy out there. This game was still going on during the second window, but um, I, I mean, the bagels suck without Burrow. That's yeah. <laughs> I mean, we everyone knows that. Hopefully, yeah. their fans are aware of that. Yeah, they pretty much only scored because Boyd broke a long touchdown, like a catch and run, but um. I, I, I want, but I say I don't want to talk about the Miami side. Uh, Gaskin got like five or six attempts inside the five and couldn't convert to a touchdown. So if you've got him, like he had a solid fancy day, but like it could have definitely been better with another touchdown or maybe even two. I've seen that before this year too with Gaskin. He just he is not here like at the goal line back that yeah. you want to use. I also I don't I don't know how much I can look into it. How much push the Dolphins O line is getting. It's not much. Their O line yeah. is pretty bad. It's probably the worst part of their team. Yeah, I'm gonna take a look at like adjusted line yards or something here. Because like their first round well. pick was Austin Jackson, which was to replace the left tackle vacancy left by Laramie Tunsil, and Austin Jackson's out for the year. So I already know like the uh, left okay, tackle. Yeah, spot yeah is... they are 25th in the league in adjusted line yards, so they're not getting yeah. much push. Dude, Minnesota is first, which is not surprising. <laughs> Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, Jacksonville's fourth. 
Like, I told you. Yeah, no, like, we've been talking about how they've been good, but, like, it's still, like, it's just so random that, like, they're just such a good running team, even though they're so bad. That's <laughs> like, probably overall. my biggest hot take that people aren't going to like, is that if the Jaguars line is at all different next year or worse, then I think James Robinson's going to be a one and done. That's likely. Like, if, if, I mean, that's likely if the line changes, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he, you know, granted, he's doing his best with you know what they're giving him which happens to be really good line play they're getting a lot of run blocking but a lot of his yards you can see it i mean he gets like six yards of rush but the line is doing five and a half of it and then he runs into the defense and they stop him um i think he has a lot of inflated stats because of that not not to like hate dump on him yeah he's getting a lot of receptions as well for sure yeah is is he like third in rush yards or something right now uh, he might be now because I know but he's I getting know, a lot uh, of help from the line. Yeah, Dalvin. I'm pretty sure Dalvin and Henry are up at the top. Yeah, Henry, and then Dalvin's like 60 behind, and then another almost 300 behind is James Robinson. Mm. <laughs> like, there's such a huge gap. Rojo is another like 150 behind that, and then Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is fifth, even though he's missed like five games. Yeah, I was gonna say I think Nick Chubb is still up there despite missing a significant dude. amount of time. But. Um... Anyway, so back to, the, back to this game. Um, Tua, had, Tua seems to really like Gusecki. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he will dump down to Gaskin, too, but, like, I, would, I think that's kind of something worth noting, like, for Gaskin's sake as well. But, um, he yeah, he hyper-targeted Gusecki. He had a really good game. Yeah. Gusecki, uh, yeah Gusecki's that... looked really good, like, this latter half of the year, too. Oh, definitely. Yeah, the, the Dolphins, I don't know. I feel like they should have won by more. I mean, I know that's a stupid complaint because you win, and that's yeah. all you care about is winning the game, but... Putting up 19 points with most of them being field goals. I only had one touchdown. It was to Gusecki. The rest yeah. were all field goals. Like, that's not that inspiring when you're playing the Bengals at home. Yeah, they had a 25-23 19-yard field goal. Like, the, the, a lot of those were results of just, like, failed rushing attempts at the goal line. <laughs> yep. So. A lot of that. They did, yeah, I mean, they had 400 yards of offense. They weren't slouching. Yeah. Um, they just need to get a little more uh, push there. Yeah, more, the more the red zone efficiency. And uh, I do want to mention that uh, Lynn Bowden has made an appearance. He did, yeah. A while Lynn Bowden has appeared. 441. <laughs> so. dun, 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 dun. Which, because I'm curious, because like, outside of Parker, like, I mean, obviously, Kaseki too, but like, they don't have like a lot of wide receivers there. Because, like, I mean, just keep Grant's there. But, like, if Lynn Bowden can, like, be good, that's they're definitely going to try to make that work. Didn't he, like, I feel like he made a play and then got hurt. Um, I am not sure. But I think he he was fine. Gotcha. Which, it's, the Lynn, the Lynn Bowden thing's been so weird this year just because, like, yeah, like, the Raiders, like, got rid of him fairly early on. Really early on. Like, they, like that was one of that the quickest weird. cuts. <laughs> I was like, he's not a team guy. We're shipping him off, and the Dolphins are like, oh, not a team guy. Let's bring him here. We'll fix him. Yeah. Which, like, I'm, I am I don't know. It might have just been more of, like, a really bad fit thing or something. Or if someone pissed him off or he pissed someone off early. I don't know. Yeah, maybe both. A little column A, a little column B. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, if he ends up being, like, any good, you have to be like, Raiders, what the fuck were you doing? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it might have been a scheme thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, Drew Sample had seven receptions, by the way. I didn't see oh, that. Huh. I guess the struggle <laughs> target and when you're Brandon Allen... You're kind of right. always struggling, I guess. 
And he caught all of his targets. Seven targets, seven receptions. Oh, how many? I haven't looked at the yardage. Like 32 yards? Uh, 49. 49. I was a little low. I was Total. Like, I was thinking, so. oh yeah, Ryan Finley ended up coming at it. Did Allen get hurt or did they just take him out? I Admittedly, I, I've not I've not felt a desire to go back and look. I'll be honest. I think he got injured, but he did get sacked five times. Okay, yeah. But yeah, they took him out, but he's fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this game ended up going into fisticuffs because uh, after the uh, so I, I, I haven't seen that first hit yet, but I know that the special teams hit on Jakeem Grant was like. Well, oh yeah, so the league. first one was weird, <laughs> where Boyd and. It was Tyler Boyd that got ejected. Oh, yeah, I saw saw that little fist fight, but wasn't there, like, another one where, like, Jakeem Grant got hit early on, and then there was a second hit on him as well or something? That, well, um... I have no clue. The first one, Boyd... I I, honestly, I kind of watched... Like, I saw that part, and I don't know. Yeah, I saw Boyd and whoever, like, throw... The guy threw a punch at Boyd, and then Boyd, like, didn't really throw a punch back, but kind of, like, Got put in his, his face they both head, got ejected yeah. but they only gave a penalty yardage to the Bengals. yeah that was weird <laughs> i think that was a mess up that was an oopsie i think that was an oopsie that, that didn't make a whole lot of sense yeah. um that can't be right that should have been an offsetting penalty clearly because obviously yeah and then <laughs> the second one happened on a return jakeem grant was catching it and i don't know if he f- i looked like he failed to uh fair catch it like do the fair catch motion and he got absolutely plastered. Yeah. well he got he got hit way before the ball got there uh the ball like was. wasn't even there yet and like mike thomas just like lit him up before he even caught it that'll do it yeah that, that then, was uh, why it was like total bush league it was so dumb they uh spilled out and there was some uh punches thrown there were some coaches getting in the middle yeah, of it Flores was trying to get in there but yeah like uh <laughs> parker and uh austin matt got ejected because they were Standing up for Jakeem Grant. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like there was a play a, a while ago. It was Darren Sproles, who was like off of injury, returning punts for the Eagles against the Washington football team. And they, he called a fair catch, and the guy completely speared him, like in the face, mm-hmm. like could have ended his career. And the entire Eagles team just went on like a frenzy and mm-hmm. like just started beating up any Washington team. <laughs> player that was in their sight oh gosh, it, remember, was, it was a little akin to that <laughs> gosh, i remember one of the one of my favorite memories of not that but like um like Sher- sherman hit Mariota like laid out of bounds mm-hmm. and uh, i remember taylor the like who by all accounts oh, yeah. seems like a very nice friendly like funny guy but he looked like he was ready to just like murder richard sherman for i that. think he tried to <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh god but yep. I'm like, I would have loved to see that fight. But anyway, next up, um, oh, yeah, with Jacksonville at Minnesota, we talked about it a little bit. Um, this they almost had it. Yeah, Jacksonville dude. almost had this one. <laughs> I know you wanted it, too, just to give the Jets more cushion. If Yeah, I mean, if the Jags win a game, then the Jets don't have to worry about accidentally winning one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, So on the Jags side, um, he's – Glennon tried to get the chart, but not much came of it. Uh, Colin Johnson was a leading receiver again. So, again, tall guy to tall guy. Um, <laughs> James Robinson had a good fantasy day. Um, as you know, usual, he gets the ball a shitload. Six catches in this one, too. There we go. Yeah. But uh, Vikings side, yeah. Dalvin Cook got a lot of yards, but didn't end up getting in the end zone. And um, 
Thielen and Jefferson both had pretty good games. Jefferson's a little better, but, like, this passing game is, like, th- this team is, like, those, like, Jefferson, Thielen, Cook. Like, it's so condensed on this team, man. It's hilarious. Yeah, and by, and by you know, transitive also Cousins. Yes. <laughs> Who, but, even when he's a pumpkin, he still puts up good fantasy points. Yeah. Kirk good Cousins has been, okay, Kirk Cousins has been good this year. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I don't think, like, he's, like, not everyone's got a perfect game, but Kirk Cousins, like, I feel like he's having one of his better years right now, like, possibly his best, because, like, he's having, he's not having those oh-no moments, like, as often, nearly as often, honestly. Yeah, I mean, he's got a completion, completion of 67.8. That's pretty good. 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. That's pretty good. He's not as good as Mahomes in them, obviously, but uh-huh. he never was. Um and 3,000 yards so far on the season. Like, he's probably going to put up 4,000 yards and, you know, in the upper halves of the 30s touchdowns mm-hmm. by the end of the year. He yeah. is, by all accounts, having one of his better seasons. Yeah, and, like, it's statistical. And then it's just, like, looking like that. And then, I mean, having – I mean, obviously, he's had digs in the uh, before. But, like, yeah, like, Jefferson's playing super well, too. Which, okay, the Vikings are now currently the seventh seed. I've been saying all along, if, like, the Vikings make the playoffs, Justin Jefferson is going to win, like, I don't know if I said he's gonna, but he has a very good chance to win the Rookie of the Year if they make the playoffs. And right now, Justin Herbert just had a bad game. Yeah. Two wheels looked fine, but he's not been lining it up. Um, I mean, they haven't really needed him to. And then Burrow's hurt, so I'm like, everything's lining up for Justin Jefferson to win it, man. Like, I'm not saying he will, but I think... Yeah, it's just skewed towards quarterbacks, like all of the awards are. But, uh, I mean, if Herbert has another really good Herbert game, then... Yeah, I might swing back to him. Yeah. It's probably still in favor of him, but, like, this is one of the better chances we've had in a while for a non-quarterback to win it. That'd be cool. Like, but, I don't know. I just... It's just fun to, like, see how good he's been. But, yeah, Minnesota, like, I think the biggest thing for this game is they... They grinded it out and managed to win in yeah, overtime. Yeah, I mean, the Jags aren't rolling over. Yeah, shouldn't have gone to overtime probably, but you know, because the Vikings did not come quite ready. But <laughs> yeah, they they won and um, seven seed. Seven seed. There we go. Do right. So right now it's them and the Cardinals. You know, for that spot, who do you think gets it? Um, looking at their schedule, because I I'm not I'm assuming that like the Giants or you know anyone will get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping. I'm personally rooting for Washington. I hope they get it. That'd be really fun. Yo, who's, um, who's leading that division right now, anyway? Giants I'm assuming right? it's the Giants because they beat Seattle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I mean, I meant to say, like, I, I assume one of the NFC like least teams will not get in online on the card. But um, yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah. But yeah. So Minnesota, they've got uh, the Bucks, the Saints, the Bears, and the Lions. So they have some tough. They have some tough wins there. Yeah, I think their like fate hinges on if. Like, it's Taysom Hill or Drew Brees, I feel like. but yeah, That's cause, interesting. Because the Cardinals have the Giants, Eagles, Niners, and Rams. So, like, not like a ton easier or harder. It's, like, very close. Yeah, they but... both have, like, two two gimmies and two not gimmies. Yeah, I'd say Arizona's a little easier. Yeah, they do get the Eagles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but, like, the Giants are no slouch. Like, I, like, looked at that game and I was like, huh. Like, I'm not huh. totally sure on this one. But anyway, um, anything else from this game? I mean, the Jacksonville pasty is super bad. Um, God, it's so bad. Yeah. Jacksonville has a lot of problems they need to fix. Uh, 
that I don't necessarily think getting a top quarterback would help with. Yeah, yeah Jacksonville and the Jaguars have a lot of problems. But <laughs> so Next up, we've got, speaking of problems, uh, the Raiders at uh, the Jets. And, dude, what the, <laughs> speaking of what the fuck was this, like, Raiders, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, this should not have come down to that. How did hey, this you know come what? down they to that? The they got the win, right? They did. But, man, like, what the fuck happened to the team that was, like, holding their own with the Chiefs? Like, uh, The Jets are clearly just as good as the Chiefs when they want to win. I think is clearly what's going on. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. They're like, terrible. it literally took Greg Williams covered zero, send the tank, like, to win this. <sighs> that was so great. Oh, Greg Williams. Yeah, Jets, Jets fans are probably almost relieved in that sense, honestly, because – they saw Most the Jags scary. doing well. They're like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Yep. That was scary. Maybe they were watching the Jags game to see if they needed <laughs> if they needed to, you know, tank the last minute there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, cover zero on, a, <laughs> on the last play of the game, which is probably a Hail Mary of some kind. And the corner bit on the inside route, like as if he was going <laughs> to – if he was going to come back at some point. Oh, absolutely brutal. Uh, Greg Williams got fired as a result. <laughs> yep, he's which, good, you know, good, good, gone. What a hero he was saving us this season. The sacrificial lamb. <laughs> sacrificial Greg. <laughs> Greg 3G Williams. Oh, what a guy. Absolute asshole. Glad he's gone. But, you know, he also... You know what? We might look back on this game as the game that got us Trevor Lawrence. So you never know. Never yeah. Know. He, he might. He did the Jets a favor. Yeah. <laughs> he's the hero. I need a hero. And that hero is a uh, Darren Waller who went the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. 17 targets, 13 receptions, 200 yards, two touchdowns. That's pretty good. That like, that's a not so like probably, I assume career game. Like, wow. Yeah. So I think the Raiders are having some, trouble with their wide receivers yeah i think they're kind of like brian edwards just hasn't like he i think needs a year to, to yeah get his head right um and then you know it's like rugs who's a rookie and young and Aguilar who's got the drop sees uh so who do you throw to you throw to darren waller yeah like they, they don't have all day yeah they don't have enough right like reliable receivers that's that's the that's the key word there, reliable. <laughs> Good and available. Yeah, because Brian Edwards has not been on the field much, even since he's got back from injury. It's been more, it's been more uh, Aguilar, and then uh, Ren, like Renfro has been getting time as well. So it's it's mainly those like, the, the top three with Edwards only get like a little bit of time in four receiver sets. Yeah, well, I mean, like, the wide receivers are just crazy young. And yeah, and it, like, it makes sense though, because like you want to have Darren Waller out there at all times, pretty much like. Duh. So, mm-hmm. but yeesh, man, this is this was a uh, should not have been this close. It was a good game though to watch. Like, yeah, no, it was. Outcome, you can go back and watch it, and it's a really satisfying game. Mm-hmm. Um, Crowder, I think, had a big game, right? Yeah, he had the two tighties. Um, Ty Ty Johnson uh, had a good game because uh, Gore, Gore got concussed like right away, so it was he and uh, oh, yeah. Josh Adams. So, <laughs> who'd have thought? Poor Ty- Gore. Ty Johnson, hundred and a tutty, right? Whatever, just whatever thought. Uh, the Jets' O line is in shambles. They had a lot of injuries. Yeah, their is uh, got hurt. Their center got hurt. Their who got right hurt? You said doubtful. 
Pat Elfline, Connor okay, Govern, gotcha. Greg Van Roten, and George Fant all are questionable with Van, uh, Van Roten being doubtful. But Becton's okay. But Becton is all okay. right. <laughs> That's what we're worried about here. Oh, I love Becton. Mm-hmm. He's super there good. Was, man. Um, I watched. This was. A, it was really clever. I watched a, a Raiders defensive play where they they sent two guys at Becton, and the first guy went at him and then stopped. And then the other guy came up and like occupied him, and the other guy like then jutted around to the left to get past him. So they were already coming up with strats to get in, which it worked. I think they got a sack on it. Um, so I'm just looking at that like, wow, he's a rookie. They're already double teaming him. Yeah, like that's that's when you know you made a good pick. <laughs> <laughs> that made me very happy mm-hmm. in a weird way. It was uh, one of those bittersweet sweets. Yeah, which like other teams are recognizing how good he is already. So. Right. Nice. But next up, we had Indy at Houston, and we ended up picking Indy just because, you know, how he's the shorthanded one, how shorthanded Houston was. And this game came down to the wire. Um, I think it was a bad snap, right? I, I, I was, it was a bad yeah. snap that ended the game. Yep. Man, I feel so bad for Deshaun Watson because they were like, they were like ready to score. Yeah, I mean, he was on the bench with just his head in a towel and couldn't, like, he was so upset. And uh, T.Y. actually came over and talked to him, which oh, was really nice to see. Because T.Y. is a great dude, and we love T.Y., who also balled out. Yeah, like you said, T.Y. <laughs> against the Texans. T.Y. versus the Texans. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, yeah, man, Deshaun I, Watson was, like, about to win the game, or he had a chance to win the game for them. Yeah, no, I mean, I think they were, I, I think that was a first or second down. The bad snap was on. Um, yeah, let me check. Because they were, let's see. Yeah, second down at the two-yard line. Yep. Man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, three plays with Deshaun Watson to get in the end zone is a lot. Yeah, that's, yeah you can feel pretty good about that. But, um, <laughs> so, aside from those two, uh, Jonathan Taylor actually had a pretty solid day. Uh, 91 yards on the ground. Um, he had that receiving touchdown that he took in, that 39-yard uh, like catch and run. Oh yeah, his he's been, receiving has been very good this year. Yeah, I wasn't like I didn't like fully expect that, but he's been like a really efficient receiving back. It's kind of the same thing that um, we saw like with Chubb. Like it's not that they can't do it; it's just their college doesn't ask them to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you then, have some of these guys that just know that when they get to the NFL, they're going to have to. Yeah, they got to work on it. But on the Texas side, Kiki Cutie had a really good day. Um, Kiki, about, yeah, we talked about him. You know, trying to get out of Bill's doghouse. <laughs> and he he balled out um cooks i know cooks left briefly because they're checking on it to see if he had a concussion yeah i think he ended up coming back but uh chad hansen man wow 100 yard chad hansen i remember when he was drafted by the jets and uh he was like a he was like a fourth or i think a fourth round pick and he was kind of like oh this guy actually has some talent he could be like the jets west welker <laughs> he got cut uh later that year um it's nice to see him somewhere and doing work yeah didn't the pats like bring him in shortly after and then they released him did yeah Yeah. they brought him and cut him but yeah man i i have no clue if chad hansen will stay as a thing but i feel very confident about kiki cutie continuing his production because he's been good before nine targets 140 yards uh he's good yeah he's yeah he's been solid before it's just bill o'brien's an ass so this is yeah (laughs) the sky's (laughs) blue yeah yeah but yeah i mean Texans played him really close, even without Fuller and Roby. So the the ending didn't go as expected, but like Indy barely winning was kind of like sort of I think what we expected. 
Yeah. Just because initial on Houston being like forced to go to Indy, then yeah. I wouldn't say forced, but begrudgingly accepting that we probably should pick Indy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because with Fuller, we were going to pick Houston. Mm, and I think that could have been a difference, honestly. But, yeah. yeah. Next up, we had uh, the Rams and the Cardinals kicking off the 4 p.m. section. Uh, this was, yeah, Rams, man. <laughs> yeah. This was something. Um, I have to pull up some of the stats on it, but. Yeah. It ended up being a good game, but, like, the Rams eventually kind of, like, it, as the fourth went on, they definitely pulled ahead. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, it was, you know, pretty close, and even through the third. Yeah. The, then... the offense just, like, the, there's the Dan Arnold touchdown that started off, and then they had nothing until, like, close to the end of the third. Like, there was, like, like there was like half of the game where they couldn't get an offense going. Yeah, I think it's – you can start asking questions about Cliff's ability as a head coach. Yes. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why I said uh, that, like, excitedly. But, like, I, I I've just think been, we're there. Uh, that's something, like – I don't know how much you've talked about it, but, like, I know I've definitely brought it up enough between this and the group me where it's just like i really don't know how i feel about cliff man it's yeah i mean it is his first nfl coaching job and Um, there's some questionable play calling there because you can't have kyler and d hop and go an entire half of a game without putting up points yeah i mean yeah the rams defense is good but i don't know i I, my expectation is he'll still have another year or so there Mm -hmm. but you know, if they are still in question next year, then uh, they might be looking at getting a new one there. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, we did have two touchdown Dan Arnold, which is hilarious. Um, three <laughs> targets. three car- like Two catches, two touchdowns. Um, Hopkins still got a ton of targets, though, which is, you know, what you want and hope for. Rams side. The, Rick, the Rams side. The Rams are so unpredictable, man. They're annoying. But, um. Akers ended up pretty much getting the bulk of the work in this one. Henderson left for a little bit. He did come back and end up getting a touchdown run. But aside from that, um, like the brief bits he and Brown got like weren't effective. Like Akers like definitely like the last two games for sure has like looked like the more effective back in my opinion. Well, I'm glad they're finally using Akers. Yeah, which I have no clue if that'll continue tonight. What's for record to recording around four on Thursday about that um Yeah, um <laughs> I mean the Rams are annoying, like I have no because like, Akers, I think they held him out of practice briefly, and I assume we'll preview the Thursday night game before this ends. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, he uh, he practiced fully Wednesday yesterday, so he should be fine for that. But anyway, I mean, this offense is like it's Woods and Cup, and like gotta figure out who else is it a running back, is it a tight end? Who knows? But <laughs> they really spread it around this game. I know they're like the Patriots of old. Yeah, I mean, yeah. still the Patriots, but trying to guess who's going to be fantasy relevant in any given game is tough. Yeah, nine Not different guys though. cut passes. Do what? 47, he had 47 attempts, Goff. Yeah, yeah, they've been passing a lot lately. Um, I think he's kind of accepting that, like, they will do it when they need to or when they should. McVay is, instead of trying to force the run all the time. Unlike so, some teams. If there are 44 targets but 47 attempts, does that mean three of them were just, like, throwaways? I guess, yeah, I think so. Okay. So, <laughs> like, what does this mean? Pretty sure that's what, how it goes. The math doesn't add up. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I did. Woods and Cup, 
and then pick your running back. Yeah, like I'm thinking. I'm looking at this game, and like aside from like the Cardinals like drought in the middle of the game, like I mean, we thought the Rams would win. Like their defense is good. Like they're just a better team. So yeah, yeah. They, they were they were better. Um, next up, we had Giants at Seahawks, and this is one of our misses. This is one of those misses that I don't know if anyone got, except for just like a diehard Giants fan. That dude, what's that, wrong with the Seahawks? Like, so I, that's, I'm I'm asking that, and I I have one idea. What's what's your thought on what's wrong with them? Um, so I mean, I think the biggest problem with the Seahawks is that they don't have a coach. <laughs> I have been on the stand before that I think Pete Carroll's a garbage head coach. Like he got bailed out by Russell Wilson being there. I think that his game plan is to stand there and let his players do all the work, which works when you have really talented rosters. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not a Pete Carroll fan whatsoever. And I thought it was really disgusting. I'll use that word. Disgusting that he just got out of USC without getting sanctioned whatsoever when Reggie Bush had his Heisman taken away and all those other yeah, you know, man, that's big sucks. sanctions that came to the organization, but he left three months earlier, so he didn't get anything. Come on. Yeah, that's so dumb. Jerk. Um, so, I mean, you ask, like, he gets outcoached by McVay, who is 40 years younger than him. He gets outcoached by Shanahan. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's getting outcoached by half of his division, and... They're basically their path to success is letting Russ do his thing with DK Metcalf and Lockett. That that's pretty much how they win games. Yeah, and he got outcoached here by Joe Judge. Like, there's no other way to say it. Like, if yeah, Seattle loses he to the Giants, you got outcoached. Like, he got outcoached by Joe Judge, who's never been an NFL head yeah. coach before. The Colt McCoy Giants. The Colt McCoy led New York Giants. Are you kidding me? Yeah, man, it was bad. Like this, the defense has gotten better, but the offense has totally regressed. And like, there are a couple of things with it. Like, so Greg Olson is gone. Like, a sort of court, a sort of coincides with them like regressing, which I don't know how important that is. Like, maybe his presence meant more than we realized. But like, the offensive line play has just really deteriorated. Like, they've had guys kind of coming in and out, but like, they've just been playing a lot worse. Like over the last like a month or so, like. They just they yeah. just have become a bad off. Like they were like fine, but now they're bad. Like that that has been the issue for a while. Like it it had been fixed a bit earlier this year, but like like an injury or two, and yeah, they're they're just playing really poorly on the O line. That's really hurting this team. Yeah, I mean, they, so their past seven games, they lost to Arizona in overtime. They beat San Fran, who had no nobody <laughs> on their team. Uh, then they lost to Buffalo. They got kind of wrecked by buffalo to be honest yeah lost to the rams again um or for the first time this year and then they barely beat arizona on the short week barely beat the eagles like they barely beat the eagles yeah and lost to the giants which, 17 to 12 yeah could, russ got sacked five times which like sometimes he does hold the ball for a bit but like he usually gets rid of it pretty quickly like they like they got to him like well yeah, there's yeah, the hot take yeah. siren. Thing the uh, Pete Carroll coaching, yep. Yep. The Giants, Giants defense has gotten better. I think, that, okay, that's one that we were on a bit early with the Giants defense. I talk, right. Around the Tampa game is when we started talking about it more. Because I yeah, brought we, up, like, their interior is super good. And they've uh-huh. not allowed 
So the most they've allowed since the Tampa game, they've allowed 20 to Washington, and that's the most. They've actually, let's see. So the Cowboys put up 37 on it. That was the Dak Cowboys. But since then, the most they've allowed is 25 to the Bucks. Like, their defense has been pretty solid. Although, I mean, their schedule has been easy, but, like, still. Yeah, schedule's not been super hard. They played their they... Yeah, they played their division in the Bucks since the Cowboys game. So it's not like it's tough. Yeah. But still, yeah. like... So I, I don't know how much of that is a mirage or not, but against the Seahawks, it was not a mirage. So uh. I just I I can't even fathom how the how the Seahawks couldn't get more than twelve points. Yeah, like how do you fucking lose to the Giants? And now like they're not the number they're like they they're not the number one seed in their division anymore. The Rams took them over, like took over on that. Yep, because the Rams beat them. So Wait, like because you lose to a team like this, like oh my goodness. Yeah. So yeah, now they're going to be a wild card, which question though the i don't know uh, what seeds because the i'm trying to figure out what seed gets the uh nfc least right that would be that's going to be the uh five, the seed, five right? yeah the five so seed, maybe, yeah. maybe they're trying to big braid it and get the five seed so they can play <laughs> yep then they would have to play probably the yeah <laughs> with yeah. their own line maybe that's not good yeah no, I'm, I'm kidding but um but yeah i mean Wayne Gallman had 135 Dude, yards. Dude, yeah, I I doubted Wayne Gallman. I, I I shouldn't have doubted Wayne Gallman, man. Wayne, I mean, Wayne that was Goatman. pretty much all he did. I don't did he catch anything? Um, no, no, no touchdowns, but 16 for 135. Yeah, he just that's pretty good because he, he did have a 60 yard run at some point. That was like he got tackled like short of the goal line. But Wayne Gallman, Wayne Gallman. Yeah, but next up. Okay. We, yeah, what a guy, man. He's carrying my teams. But uh, next up, we had uh, Philly at Green Bay. Uh, this one went pretty much how we thought, right? Rodgers to Adams, and then Aaron Jones had a long tutty. So, yeah. <laughs> um, the, and I, I, did we say this? I don't know if we talked about this, but I know it's either you or Caleb who I talked to talking about how, like, the only Eagles pass catcher you can rely on at all is Dallas Goddard. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Can't re- Ertz, no, not right now, yeah, for whatever he, reason. Yeah, he got four targets, so like he's getting integrated a bit. Um, but I, I don't know who Jalen Ertz's guy is guys gonna be. Like that's the thing too. It'll probably because, be Travis Fulgham again. <laughs> hilarious, yeah, because his touchdown was to Greg Ward. Um, but yeah, there's literally nothing to go off of yet, really. I feel like, but Alshon Jeffrey is just gone. I don't Dude, know what yeah, happened to-, to him. He is toast. He's toast. Just full toast. That's different. <laughs> Uh, you just have to laugh at the Eagles. Yeah, dude. You have to laugh because what on earth have they gotten themselves into? Taking Jalen Hurts in the second when they could have taken Ezra Cleveland, which was literally what we said they should have done. Yeah. Just take Ezra Cleveland there, who is now one of the best run blockers for the Vikings, with Miles Sanders getting 5.7 yards a carry. That really could have helped probably. Instead, they got Jalen Hurts, and Wentz is having a down year. So while the fans are calling for Hertz to come in because you spent a second on him, he must be decent, right? <laughs> so now you're in a tricky situation where Jalen Hurts are you're like as an organization, you're not even sure if you want him to do well because you have so much money invested in Wentz. If he's good, what do you do with Wentz? If he sucks, you look like an idiot for taking him that early, and then what? You go back to Wentz. So they are just. <laughs> Yeah, so fucked. They have fucked themselves so hard, and it's it's you you know you just you love to see it <laughs> when teams do that. Um, they're I mean, 
I'll tell you what, they missed two guys that were there on that Super Bowl winning team, and that was Frank Reich and Joe Douglas. And without them, their GM decisions haven't been as good without Douglas, and their offensive play calling has been a lot worse without Reich. Yeah. They need to start making some changes there. Yeah, dude, that front office has been trash since Joe Douglas has left. It's really crazy that, yeah, because he was their VP of player personnel, I believe. Yeah, dude, they've just been... It's been bad. It's been bad. It's been real bad. But yeah, I said so, to go on my lull, Eagles. Yeah, I, I know it. It's almost a weekly thing at this point. I, I look forward to it. <laughs> Miles but, Sanders with ten carries against a really bad rushing defense. Yeah. <laughs> Six yeah. carries the week before against a really bad rushing defense, such as the Eagles. Great <laughs> man, but uh, so. The main thing from this game is Jalen Hurts came in. Um, he I also I watched back through this game. His his interception he was trying to like fit it over a defender like a rusher who was coming in and ended up getting picked. Um, poor decision, but like every rookie tries too hard to force stuff early on, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but like he overall looked like pretty like it wasn't great, but like he was he looked good enough for me to be like, okay, like they can work, work with this. Like he, does he, he needs improvement still. Like, as we were talking about like who's better him or Taysom Hill, like he's already a better pass than Taysom Hill. Like, I don't like I've based on what I've seen from both of them, like even this like one drive and like a, like a gay, like, a part of a game of Jalen Hurts, like he's definitely a better pass than Taysom Hill. But like, I don't think I was going to argue Taysom Hill is a good passer though. But <laughs> yeah, like he, he puts he threw he threw a couple dimes had a couple me, like mess ups uh, a couple like one or two spots where like he missed he missed an open read but um he's definitely like Wentz is mobile but like Hertz is a better scrambler and like you need that when your receivers are terrible um <laughs> which here's the thing though like even if Carson Wentz is a better quarterback the team may be better off with someone who can make more out of nothing which might be hurts i guess but they're they're fucked regardless i think it's just how fucked are they or aren't they right um, like there were like i was watching some of the things like the, like the eagles receivers were just not getting open he's like so hurt scrambled out of pressure they just they they were they just kept running the reverts they didn't come back to it <laughs> like he just had to like he literally had to scramble so it was so funny and bad so yeah i don't I feel really nervous about the Saints game next week. I really think they might just, like, annihilate him, which is unfortunate, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I, the Eagles are pretty much out of the race for the uh, NFC least at this rate, given that uh, they are 3-8-1. and one. I think the other two teams have five wins, so they're yep. two games behind. Yeah, they're 5-7, and seven, so... What's, I I wanted to be Washington personally. I think we talked. Oh, oh, someone doesn't yeah, like that. There you go. Someone doesn't like it. It's weird because I'm in DC. No, I would. I personally would like to see Washington do it as well because they just have such a good story. Uh, Rivera, and Ron Alex Rivera Smith, yeah. overcoming cancer, and Alex Smith overcoming an almost amputated leg. Yes, yeah, um, and still playing and winning games like such a good story. Hmm. So I'll see the. Washington, they have the Niners, Seahawks, Panthers, and Eagles left. Oof, while that's the, not easy. No, while the Giants have the Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, and Cowboys left. So, Ooh. so the Giants, I think, are a little more favored. But it's tough. Like, 
because the I feel like the Browns should beat them and the Ravens should beat them. Like, if they can get Cowboys and like like the Cardinals, like that's a tough one. Like they would have to beat the Cardinals. I feel like to like have a legitimate shot. Yeah, I mean, because Washington, they get the Eagles and the Panthers. They can win both of those. Yeah, those are like Panthers and the Seahawks. Yeah, which honestly, after this week though, like none of those seem like unattainable. Yeah. Like, I don't know if there's any way the Giants beat the Ravens and maybe the Browns. Like, there's a couple tougher asks. I would be very surprised if they won both of those. Like, extraordinarily surprised. But it's been a weird year. Mm-hmm, it has. So, that, the Browns losing to Washington would be pretty hilarious. Or, the, I mean, the, the Giants would be pretty Giants, hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, both would be funny. But uh, next up, we had the slaughter of the week oh my lord of new england at the chargers we picked new england and thought they would maybe give herbert some problems but oh my god that we did not anticipate this we did not anticipate gunner olszewski being the uh oh my god who was the returner for the browns for so long um oh um Stallworth. So no 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 the uh Oh, it starts with a C. Uh, his last name. Uh, I don't know. I'm, because I know there was Dante Stallworth. I don't know who the C is. But... Oh, my God. This is going to kill me. <laughs> so many people who are so mad right now. <laughs> oh, I, I, it's, sort, it's sort of ringing a bell. I believe in you. I will find so I think it. I think C returner. And then I think, like, oh, like quarter L. But I see the name last Cribs. It's Oh, Cribs. Cribs. There it is. Oh. <laughs> so not rel- not expecting Gunnar Olszewski to be uh, Josh Cribbs, but <laughs> what happened? He did like everything, right? They had, I mean, their offense was not good. They they, they had two defensive touchdowns. Wait, no, so they had, sorry, they, they had a special teams touchdown and a defensive touchdown. They got a lot of short fields. Um, Jarrett Stidham got to come play a little bit. As much as I want the enemy to go to the Jets, I feel like the Chargers should try to get him because their special teams is just been garbage for so long yeah. and it's been holding the team back for so long. Just fix it. They need to so badly, man. man. Put an emphasis on fixing the special teams because this game is what happens when you don't put any attention into it. 45 nothing. Blocked yeah. field goals, punt returns for touchdowns, just absolutely so gross. I mean, Cam Newton had 12 completed passes for 69 nice yards, um, and they won 45 to nothing. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't need – they got 291 yards of offense, which the Chargers got less, but, like, yeah, the Patriots didn't have to do anything. They just ran the ball and got turnovers. Which, dude, I'm waiting for David Harris to have his blow-up game. He's, he's he's running so well and getting, like, such good chunks, and then, like, he just doesn't get the touchdowns. Like, this game, it was Cam Newton got them both. Previously, like, James White got two touchdowns. Of the goal. Like, what the fuck? Like, eventually, I feel like eventually David Harris is going to have his, like, big game where he gets his two touchdowns. Maybe, man. I'm waiting for Maybe. it. But, I mean, 16 carries, 80 yards. Yeah, 80 like, yards. he was running well. He just didn't get the tutty. But, yeah, the, uh, the Pats got to Herbert. Uh, Belichick thoroughly outcoached Anthony Lynn, which I guess kind of expected. Um, yeah, I know because I know we were talking about obviously like rookie quarterbacks versus Belichick, but um, be, like bringing up that like specific like type of blitz and defense against the Herbert, like he 
keyed in on that. So, yep. yeah. Herbert still had, you know, 200 yards. He didn't throw a touchdown, but he, yeah, I mean, it was rough. Yeah, it happens, which this is one of those games where, like, literally only Pat fans are happy. Yeah, this one made no one happy. Mm-hmm. So, And I think the Chargers should consider moving on from Lennon in the offseason. Oh, they 100% should. Like, I don't think he's a good coach. Like, he might be, like, a fine, like, like, I'm not saying anything about his, like, personality, leadership. Like, he seems like a good leader. Seems like a great, like, players guy. Like, a lot of good positives about him. But, like, I don't think he's a good decision maker in terms of, like, picking the right players to be in at all times. And or mostly, like, during game decision making as far as, like, play, situation, all that. Yeah. Because, like, Kalen Palash is getting carries. That's bad. Like... <laughs> And then, yeah, he makes a lot of questionable decisions in game two. So, when you're losing a lot of close games, like there's a yeah, there's a point where it's just like okay, whoop. Yeah, and then you get outplayed by us. Like honestly, the Patriots roster is probably if you switch coaches, right? The the Chargers win. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like (laughs) yeah, probably. I feel like that's fair to say. In a, in, a, in a complete blowout, if you just switch the coaches, they probably win this game. And that's when you're like, yeah, maybe it is time to. Because mm-hmm. I, I am, am I wrong? I think the Chargers roster is better than the Patriots. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It hundred percent like, is. Whole, yeah, like. <laughs> There's no reason they should have lost this game as badly as they did. So. Oh yep. gosh, but Yeah, <sighs> we had we got Justin Sherbert melting away. The Pats <laughs> mopping up the remnants. So. <laughs> Uh, Sunday night, we had the Broncos keeping up with the Chiefs, or I guess keeping the Chiefs held back. I don't know. But they had a lead uh, late in the third, and they were in charge a lot of this game. Like, the apparently the secret to beating the Chiefs is, like, letting them get across midfield and then stopping them so they can't, like, you know, long bomb you. But <laughs> the Chiefs had to settle for, like, one, two, three, four field goals, like, of 35 yards or less. So... Yeah, that was a tough win. I mean, we kind of expected as a divisional matchup that it would be a little closer. Um, I I didn't. <laughs> I thought they'd you know, get. I thought they might get boat raced, but there was definitely that possibility. But with them having their quarterback, you know, returning, yeah, that defense is getting a lot better. They're healthier now. They're coming together. So, mm-hmm. man, they could have beaten the Saints. Yeah, that's literally what I put here. I'm like, I still say they could have beaten the Saints if they had a real quarterback. I love how they pushed back the uh, the Steelers Ravens game because Lamar was out, but they they wouldn't push back the Denver game despite. Yeah, I do. He's already beaten out and literally not having a quarterback on roster for the Broncos. They won't delay that one. Come on. Yeah, I I think their their reasoning was that like they they the Denver one wasn't like an outbreak, whereas like. The Ravens had an outbreak, which that, that does make sense in a way, but it's still really it's still really unfair for the for the Broncos. Yeah, it just comes across as really biased, and like uh, they just didn't want to lose money not well, having Lamar in the game. I mean, that's not surprising though. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so Tim Patrick balled out. He had his two touchdowns. Um, Melvin Gordon looked good. He had a long run, but like this is probably the best he has looked all year. Honestly, Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. Like the Chiefs' run D is definitely their weak point, but he was running. He like this is the first time he's outperformed Lindsay. I think when they both been on the field like this year. Yeah, 
I mean, if he can um, feel healthy, I don't know, but. That would be nice. I always liked Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. 130 yards on the ground. Chiefs run defense is definitely something to exploit, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to cost them probably later. But, yeah. you know, that's for the later. That's for, you know, December, January time, mm-hmm. February time. And then, of course, we had Travis Kelsey on the Broncos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As is tradition. Oh, yeah. 12 targets, 130 yards. Kind of roasted him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was no Darren Waller, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, tight end has been so fucking bad this year. Like, Travis Kelsey is so far above Darren Waller. And Darren Waller is, like, so far above everyone else. And then it's just, like, a poopy hole. Yeah, so for my fantasy league, what we do is we have what is called the kicker flex. So, essentially, it's the exact same amount of you know positions um but you have the option of starting a kicker and essentially you there's nine spots to fill you only fill eight on any given week so if you have a buy or you don't have a tight end or something you put a kicker in for your missing player more or Mm -hmm. less or you know if you don't have any better options so i have a person in my league who has just not had a good tight end all year he had hawkinson early and dropped him Mm. Um, and so he's just been using a kicker the whole time, and he is playoff bound right now. Is it Young Ho? Who? No, I don't. Who is it? I think it's Tucker. I think he has Tucker. Oh yeah, he's good. Obviously, <laughs> he's usually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. And these are kickers. I've been like, I've seen stuff on Twitter about like, like, I can I know his name's Young Ho. Whatever. I know I've heard stuff about like Young Ho like carrying teams. It's just, it's just hilarious. But I like it. I like doing the kicker flex. It's yeah. like. Because I don't it's really fun. want to talk about the kickers. I think they're really kind of random um, and, you know, really game script dependent on their fantasy success, which can change on a dime. Mm-hmm. And But if you're in a pinch and you don't have a tight end that week because it's a bye or they're injured or, you know, you only have two wide receivers and two running backs, you don't have that a good flex option. You just throw in a kicker instead. Mm-hmm. Leave that one empty and uh, you still do okay. Yeah. But um, two other things before this game before we move on. One, Clyde Ritalaire was active but didn't play. He was pretty much emergency active, so sorry if you got boned by that. Um, sorry, Jay Watt. Um, <laughs> and then uh, on the other side, so Drew Locke, like, missed. And when I say missed, I don't mean, like, targeted and missed, which I mean he did, but, like, he didn't even look Judy's way on a couple occasions when he was, like, wide open. Like, he, like, Judy had a lot of separation. Locke just, like, didn't go there some so it's it was upsetting to watch in that sense just because like you want you to get the ball but yeah lock just kind of ignored him some yeah a little tilting yeah yeah i mean judy four targets one catch bruh yeah like, there were a couple times he was open and just lock ignored him so but, <sighs> yeah moving on to uh monday night uh we got one of these right, and we got the Washington over Pittsburgh upset right. Which I know. How did we get this one? Dude, this so the drops, like, the drops killed Pittsburgh, which it would have last week if they, if, if the Ravens had Lamar Jackson last week, they would have won because Pittsburgh was dropping all these balls. But this week, they dropped all these balls, and Washington capitalized. Yeah. I mean, it was just a, the mismatch on the line in the trenches with everything going on was really mm. bad we said if pouncey was out we were taking washington yeah Pounce the, the run out. game did nothing they got like stuffed at the, like that goal line stop was crazy yep 
And uh, you know, the Steelers are definitely one of those teams that hasn't really been tested that hard. And so yeah. they've, I mean, they've been saying it themselves. That's one thing that I think is important to know is like the team itself is like after each week where they win, they're like, man, we played like crap. Mm-hmm. And they've said it for like three weeks in a row. And then they're being honest. They're like, they have some things they need to work out. Um, That was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Like each, I think each of the receivers had a drop. Um. Ebron, of course. Yeah, Ebron. I think Ebron had two, if I remember right. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Um, James Washington was the most productive receiver here. He had that like long bomb touchdown, and then another long catch as well. But yeah, like the last two weeks, the drops have been so bad for this team. Like they better be on the jugs machine constantly, like <laughs> for real. But Washington side, like Alex Smith played pretty solid. Um, Antonio Gibson got hurt like right away, which is a huge bang for him. Had him. It just ended up in ten JD McKissick catches. Um, and then Logan Thomas had his best game of his career. Yeah, Logan Thomas tore it up. He, he was, uh, 100 yards almost. Yeah, a lot of targets, but like he like looked really good too. He like was making really good moves out of the catch. Like he was just playing super duper well. So that was nice to see. McKissick again had the most receptions. Yeah, dude. 10. <laughs> yeah, like that I mean that's not, that's what's going to happen. There's no gifts and they're just going to like use like mix, pseudo rush of like McKissick dump off. Because you can only run Barber up the gut so many times. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately for Gibson, it looks like a bad case of turf toe. Yeah, that, that was bad. hurt. So I, I don't expect Gibson to be back at least for one week, maybe more. I don't, I don't expect him to be back for the regular season. Uh, yeah, hopefully, they, get, hopefully they can make the playoffs and get him back because he's been so good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Juju only had – I think he only had one drop. Yeah. Which, I mean, it wasn't like an, an egregious drop. Yeah. Like he, he could have, should have caught it, but – Right. Juju's good. I like yeah. Juju. I think Deontay had there. yeah, I think Deontay had one that he definitely should have caught if I remember. Deontay had at least two. Yeah, I, I know I know against the Ravens he had like two bad ones. Yeah. And then yeah, Ebron, of course. That's that's you expect it with Ebron. <laughs> right. Ebron you know it. That's that's like, that's a given. <laughs> yeah, that's just like you, you take it. You accept it. But um yeah, Steelers they, they held down McLaurin, but I mean they couldn't they just couldn't get the offense going enough with like the run game did nothing. Which the Washington Washington run has been really good lately. Like that D line oh, yeah. is getting so much push. It's uh, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Avery Williamson also is basically the lead linebacker now for the mm-hmm. Steelers with all of their injuries to linebacker, and he's a new yeah. guy in their system. He, I mean, yeah. he led the team in tackles, but he's still uh-huh. yeah losing losing Bud Dupree was hurt. Like hurt. Yeah, there's no Steven Nelson. Like, you know, Pouncey, like, there were enough in- key injuries that, like, pushed us towards this, so. Yeah. But but it was funny looking at all the graphics where, like, 10 out of 10 people picked the Steelers. And yeah. Were saying they're like, and afterwards, it's like, no one saw this coming. I'm like, uh, if you didn't, you like, <laughs> listen, I get, like, picking Pittsburgh, but, like, you should have seen the, like, potential for it. Right. Like, I, you know, they're 11 and 0. It's not crazy to yeah, think it's that happening at some Washington, point. but. Yeah. And, you know, like. Short week. Do what? To look at the matchups. Yeah. Like, short week, too. Like, Wednesday to Monday. Which, that kind of, that was unfair, too, that they had to play Monday and Baltimore had to play Tuesday, I think. But, um... Mm-hmm. And then, uh... Like, Washington had a long week because they played on Thanksgiving. So they had a ton of time. So, like, that was part of it, too. So. Oh, man. Go Washington. I hope they mm-hmm. do. I hope they make it. Yeah, I just gotta get rid of, uh, Dan Snyder. But, until then, yeah. next up, we've got Buffalo at San Fran. 
Um, I, I just, I guess, I just forgot that Nick Mullins is bad. I don't know. <laughs> like, well, I think the matchup was in favor of San Fran, which is kind of why we picked them. Yeah, like we're just like they should be able to run a bunch. And like they ran fine, they just got behind too early and weren't able to keep running. It was yeah, the, exactly. They got behind. Um, it was inspiring though to see from the Bills that they can lean on Josh Allen in certain situations. Uh, which they had to, and he mm-hmm. had a really good game because him and Diggs just – and I, I think it was Beasley, right? Dude, Beasles oh, went off, man, yeah. Nine for 130 in a tutty. Diggs, 92 yards. Like, Gabriel Davis had another touchdown, which he's been pretty solid with uh, while uh, Brown's been out. And then our guy Dawson Knox got in the end zone. Oh, yeah, Dawson Knox. He had a nice little leaping tutty. Mm-hmm. Hurling classic, himself. Classic the tight end, just – Flying through the air, of course. Um, I think, I, sorry, like, I feel like we picked all the right people. Yeah, so maybe we should have just reconsidered the points yeah. allocation because I thought it was like, like the matches made sense. Like the yak guys did well, which I get. There was a lot of garbage time. Like at a certain point, like I was getting so pissed off because uh, I like my I had like fin. I didn't like finish exporting lines or whatever too. But um, for for DFS, but Nick Mullins, like he got like all his stats in garbage time, like in the fourth. It's so annoying. Oh yeah, because he ended up with he ended up with like three hundred yards and two t- three touchdowns. Yeah, but he did not earn any of it. It was all like late garbage time, pretty much. Well, one of them, <laughs> one of them he earned, I think, but it was bad. Yeah, they were both, yeah second half touchdowns. Yeah, two of them were like pretty late garbo time. Yeah, they were down twenty seven ten at a certain point. It's just like, well, Nick Mullins. So yeah, I just forgot that he's not that good. <laughs> so. But yeah, I mean, Sean McDermott is solidifying himself as a really good coach. Something, yes. Something on for a while. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, San Fran not giving up, at least. I mean, they had 400 yards of offense with Nick Mullins still. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was garbage time, but, you know, they're still competitive. Yeah, I mean, this is the difference, right? This is this is the difference in a good coach versus a bad coach. Like Tomlin last year and Shanahan this year. Still keeping games close and winning. Yeah, games. like you gotta try. Like I, like it's <laughs> as much as like like it sounds kind of like so to be like it's for the culture of the team. Like it does matter. Like look at the Dolphins even. Like yeah, they kept winning stuff. You know, it wasn't like beneficial for the draft stock, but like it's good for your team to like win together and like try together and go through some adversity and like try to overcome it still. Like and not just lay down. Yeah. Which is why I'm not upset at the Jets almost ruining their tank. Because <laughs> they did keep it close, yeah. and they did pretty much almost win. The old college <laughs> try. But, uh, yeah, uh, Wilson and Mostert split uh, work again here. Oh, there wasn't much work. Although, on the Bills' side, um, Zach Moss had a fumble kind of early on, and he barely got the ball again, and it was all single Terry pretty much. Yeah. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Their Which, run game is still not optimal for the Bills yet. No, yeah, it's Jalen Show, Jalen Show. <laughs> yeah, looking back last week, Singletary and Moss got close to even carries last week, but Singletary outperformed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they got like almost the same workload. Singletary got a little more, but he just definitely outperformed him. So, hmm. curious how that'll go. And then, uh, yeah, lastly, we had. Dallas at Baltimore. This game went pretty much as everyone thought it would. Yeah, it was. Uh... Well, I don't know if I'd say exactly because the Cowboys kept it fairly close for a bit, but 
they did some things. We expected their receivers to do some things. Yeah, they kept it close in the first half, but they, but like it, like after that, it was never really, like, yeah. But yeah, Michael Gallup ended up being the guy this game. For there you go. Style. So, Mark Cooper got a touchdown to save his fantasy. Yeah, that the, that touchdown at the end saved his hide. Um, and, and if you're in PPR, Zeke's four receptions saved you. But um, Lamar had a really good rushing day. That 94 for 94 a touchdown. He had that nice long touchdown run. Dobbins had a tight end. got 100 yards. Like they ran the shit out of the ball, man. Like <laughs> it was this was classic Ravens win here. Yeah, like 300 yards on the ground. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm curious next week against the Browns, like if they're going to keep that up because earlier in the year they boat raced the Browns. So I have no clue how this rematch is going to go since it's been so long. Keep using Dobbins. Yeah, man, Dobbins looks so good. He, I mean, six and a half yards a carry. Yeah, which Gus Edwards did have 100 yards on seven carries, but he had like a couple big chunk plays too. Yeah, definitely. Mm. There were, there were a lot of chunks yeah. to be had. Yes, yeah. The Cowboys defense was letting the Ravens uh, blow up chunks or blow chunks, you know, whatever. Crazy <laughs> blow chunks, yeah. But, like, you know, in, in, the, in the good sense. Got to change the meaning of that phrase. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, the Cowboys still have, you know, really good wide receivers and Andy Dalton, so they can they can get some points. They yeah, the, have... the O-line is just too hurt, man. Yeah, the O-line is hurt. Their defense is bad, like bad, bad, like super bad. Yeah, super it, it puts bad. like it puts your team in just real shit spots when you do that. <laughs> so it's tough, like because Andy Dalton's fine, and like but your offense when your offensive line is uh is hurt, and like you're down, your you know your franchise quarterback, like <laughs> your defense can't be allowing shitloads of points, like they are. So yeah, yeah, right, so, they have good linebackers. That is it. Yeah, like, Eddie Dalton didn't play, like, that poor. Like, because they didn't get sacked to, like, the end of the game, too. Like, they were getting it out quick and stuff, too. And the line was, like, playing up a little bit. But, it's, it's a, yeah, it's just, it's tough. <laughs> tough, they, tough year for the Cowboys. Yeah, man, they really missed Dak. So, so bad about them losing him. That's a bummer. Yeah. But, um, that corner they drafted. Uh, I think it's. Um, Diggs, right? Quandre Diggs was that? Diggs, Quandre yeah. Diggs. Mm-hmm. Super good as a rookie. They miss him a lot too. Yeah. On IR. Yeah, they're they're waiting for 2021. For sure. But um, next up, we are going to jump into the Thursday night game. A little bit of a rewind, actually, of our 20, what was it, 18 Super Bowl, right? Yeah. I so. believe 20, 2019. Or, 2018? Wait. Well, I guess 2018, 2018 season, 20 year, it, the year was 2019. Something like that. Is that how it works? Something like that. Or, yeah. Yeah, anyway. 2017 season, 2018 Super Bowl. Was oh, that no. it? Something like that. Uh, <laughs> Pat's right Rams Super Bowl. I got to figure it out here. Okay, yeah, 2018 right. season, but happened in the year 2019. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. That's what I thought. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> we, who are you picking? Because right now, the spread is uh, Rams by four. Um, I am going to take the Rams, even though I don't love it. Yeah, and I'll scroll down here to where it's it's is. tough to make the pick on this game because like I'm I'm not really very sure, but I don't I don't think McVeigh is going to get bamboozled by Belichick again. At least not in the regular yeah. season. Um, yeah, I think he can go toe to toe with them as a coach. I think also the matchup is important because. Obviously, the Rams rely a lot on their run game and their run schemes to open things up, and that is sort of a weakness for the Patriots. Yeah, their run D has been a little rough at points. So, I yeah, I definitely think they can take advantage of that. 
Because the Patriots, like, they can make plays and, like, like eke out games, but, like, in the Rams. And, like, yeah, the run thing is the big, the big factor for me. That's pretty much my biggest takeaway is just the run matchup. Mm-hmm. Because like, uh, the Patriots also need to run the ball, and I don't think they have a great run matchup against. Yeah, I mean the Rams' run D hasn't been great. I haven't, I haven't done my um, line matchups yet, actually. But I can pull up like because the so New England's number two and Rams are number six, and like adjusted line yards created. So like, their O lines are both run blocking well. Okay. But um, as far as the defenses go, let me take a look. So New England's twenty fifth in like defensive yard line a lot so theirs has been meh the rams are 19 so they're middle pretty much just below middle of the pack so nothing super tough on the line i mean obviously it's not just line yards but i'm just thinking about like how you know is their o-line doing usually i guess but so yeah i'm curious how it's, yeah i mean it's just hard to pick the patriots yeah because of the Rams just have so many more weapons, and like their defense is also pretty good. Like I could, because Cam, I so saw. I think I think I assume Cam's playing because like Cam like has not been fully practicing this week with like uh, I think it's an abdomen or something. What is it? Yeah, he's abdomen. Yeah, he's been still. limited. I assume he plays, but like if I'm going against the Rams D and my quarterback's like not a hundo percent, and it doesn't, it just doesn't seem like it's gonna go well. Like. Albeit they do get to pretty much waste Jalen Ramsey because, like, you know, <laughs> putting him on Nikhil Harry or Jacoby Myers is kind of, you know, like, okay, whatever, sure. But <laughs> so, but fantasy wise, though, this game's a little tough for me because, like, I think these Cam are the Akers, two teams you don't want to be picking fantasy people from. Yeah. And it's on a Thursday, which is usually lower scoring and gross. Yeah, like the Damian Harris and Cam Akers make the most sense to me, but, like, it's gross. Like, I don't want to pick anyone in particular so who is bill's focus what like i think his goal is going to be putting pressure on golf yeah right because he knows that when golf is under pressure things break down yeah so it's probably going to be they're trying to get quick yak plays which that's what they're good at and that's part of it too like (laughs) they're designed to like yak it up as well yakety sacks um yeah i Personally, I do not think this is a high-scoring game. Oh, not at all. Or under is it forty-three? Um, yeah, forty-three and a half. Is it really? Yeah, <laughs> nice. Right. I do not have the lines up. That was a total guess. All huh. right. Um, yeah, that might be too high. Yeah, like the t- <laughs> the, both these teams are going to try to run the ball like the whole time. Like they're both like power, like power run teams, and that's what they do well. And like the other teams, like don't really defend that particularly well either. I don't think so. Like. It's just it's gonna be slow and gross. Like I don't I, I haven't done my pace stuff yet either. But like I don't th- th- there's not gonna be a lot of plays. <laughs> yeah, no. So but, I guess I'm kind of leaning like sixty forty Rams like percentage wise. Uh-huh. Yeah, like if fantasy wise, like if you've got to play Acres or Harris, like okay. But uh, I mean, if you've got like <laughs> Copper Woods, those are obviously like those guys are usually fine. But overall, this is a bleh fantasy game for me. Bleh. Yeah. Yeah. If I anything, this is more dull. <laughs> do what? It could be pretty dull. Yeah, I think this is a real test to see. Like, okay, because I don't think the Patriots are going to make the playoffs, but like, if they want to have any shot or at least look respectable, like not respectable, but like, because they've they've had, they've won some games lately, but I think the Rams' defense is a whole another level of a test than the teams they played lately. So, because they're on a 
They've won three of their last four, four of the last five. Yeah, so the, the wow. Rams defense could give them a lot of problems with how limited their offensive weapons are. Yeah. And Aaron Donald could wreck their shit. And Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah. So Who's having his worst year and is still above yeah. everybody <laughs> by a whole, like, tier. Yeah. Huh, by worst year, he's still, like, elite. <laughs> yeah. The Pats' leading receiver is Demir Bird with 518 yards. Right. Hmm. It's so gross. Yeah, the Pats are gross. So what? Well, I'll ask it. What's the win condition for the Patriots? They put pressure on Goff, create turnovers, keep it low scoring. Yeah, because yak. Yeah, not getting yak. Which the Patriots are like a bend but don't break defense usually. But like that kind of fits into the Rams' strength almost because like they're not trying to break you. They're just trying to bend you, bend you, bend you, bend you. So, like. Because this game's going to stay close, and the Patriots, like, they want to win close and gross. Like, it's like Brick Street, man. Close and gross. So, like, if they can, if they can, like, if they want... Honestly, whichever team wants a turnover battle is going to win, which obviously is not a hot take. That happens usually. But I think that's going to be extra important here. Like, whatever team, like, whatever defense can actually create turnovers is going to win. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but like, but the thing is, both the defenses can easily do that. I feel like in these scenarios, because like the teams that get to golf get picks, and a couple teams have given Cam a lot of problems when they've gotten ahead. That's like if the Rams get ahead, if they like score two hundred touchdowns to lead off this game, there's no fucking way the Pats win. Like they're not a come from a high team. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll say another key to the game uh, that you should look for because they don't get enough love, and that's our punting unit hmm? for the Rams. That's Dude, Johnny Hecker. So good. So good. Johnny Hecker, one of the best punters, if not the best so heckin good. in the league. You know what I think? I think Belichick all week has been trying to focus on finding what is the Rams' best quality and how to take it away, and that is Johnny Hecker. So I'm going to look to see what they do on special teams because hmm. uh, special teams doesn't get enough love, and that's going to be important in this one, absolutely. In a close game with a lot of field position, that you know, Johnny Hecker might be the difference. Yeah. Because it's going to be a big part of the game tonight because it's yeah. not going to be high scoring. Yeah. So thinking about that, I guess, like, so maybe they'll try to, like, rush intensely on the punts. But one thing that, that may kind of, like, indirectly lead to that will be, like, if, like, I think the Patriots are going to go for it almost every time they're at the goal line and it's fourth down. They're, they, they may not settle for any field goals when they get close just because, like, if, if you can, if you can, Get there, and even if you fail and you keep them pinned back, there's not much room to punt, so it's shorter punts. And then they're already they're already pretty effective at the goal line anyway. So um, I guess what I'm saying is for showdown, don't pick the Pats kicker, whoever that is, is it Nick Folk? I think it's Nick Folk. Gotcha. Just because like, it makes sense, like you said, for them to just keep going for it when they're close. That actually does make sense. Um, Which it, they may yeah. not get close, and it may be fine, but like I don't think – they're going to settle for field goals that as often. I don't think they'll settle for field goals if it's going to give the Rams field position outside of, like, the 20. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, if it's 4th and 10 at the 18, they're probably going to go for it. But if, if they're, like, at the goal line and it's 4th and 5, I think they'll still go for it even. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, they've been really effective from there. It's so. gonna be a game. This is gonna be a vintage Bill Belichick like field position game. Yeah, which it's this will probably be similar to the Super Bowl that was close and gross, but uh, right. But yeah. like, I feel like I'm looking forward to this thing. Yeah, I'm, I just need football in my life to bring mm. me joy. Um, like, <laughs> I feel like now, even like 
two years later almost like I definitely I feel like I definitely know more about football and can appreciate some of the little intricacies more of this rematch yeah I think this is one of those games where you just kind of get to appreciate what they're doing on each play and why yeah like we're, we're gonna see like a lime and pole and like a tight end sweep like we're gonna see like some like very specific blocking schemes and be like oh man that was genius mm-hmm. <laughs> so but anyway or they read it, it didn't work <laughs> sorry go ahead or they read that play yeah oh well <laughs> It's gonna be a lot, of, a lot of three and outs, or like a lot of stall drives. I feel like, but mm-hmm. uh, we will be back what, probably Saturday morning, ideally, with our uh, preview for next week. Like I said, keep it late um, to get all the news we can. Um, right now, I think the main news is probably no McCaffrey, but you know, rip. Yeah, I think he's out. Yeah, but we uh, we are not out. We're just uh, you know our next game is not for a couple of days, so we will be back uh, soon to give you all the preview. Excited.